What was the first? Oh, the second. Sorry, I saw the I saw the time and I was like, 18 minutes. What the fuck have you been doing every 18 minutes? <laughs> no, no, it was 18 seconds because yeah. I decided to just have the music. Oh, okay. So no pre. No, <laughs> not today. Not, not today. today. <laughs> I kind of just want to get. Okay. You just want to get done over and over with today? A little bit. Why? Don't, Dave, you don't Dave. have fun recording? <laughs> we recorded for almost three hours last week. <laughs> you guys didn't invite me last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I wasn't here last week. It was, it was a group text. I, I, I had a really busy week last week, so maybe I just... <laughs> <laughs> so where were no, you? What was I? Oh, no, I know what it was. <clears throat> no, I know exactly what it was. It was my phone service. wasn't. I was getting horrible phone service, so anyway, that's probably why. Gotcha. But, what phone company do you use? Sprint. So do I. Yeah, no, but I mean, I was in Indianapolis, that's why I said, I was up in Greentown, and I, yeah, I still don't get that good of service. Gotcha. But, yeah. I get great service with Sprint. Huh. Especially since I got the Well, it, with Sprint, it all depends where you are. It's rather great or non-existent, yeah. I've mm-hmm. come to realize, but anyway. <laughs> oh, and I must say, I was just, it didn't matter because, <laughs> again, David takes forever to set the microphones, but I would have been here right on time, I would have been here right at 7, but I took the wrong, the wrong turn, and you know how when you split off there, right when you get on I-70 going from Decatur Township or whatever, there is it St. Louis or Indianapolis, well I'm so used to always driving from downtown back that I took the St. Louis route and I like was completely fucked, I ended up, I had to go down there by, uh, you know, like down there by Ronald Reagan and that. Oh, wow. So, now I'm 15 minutes late. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I would have turned around sooner, but there was literally nowhere to turn. You know what I mean? Mm Because it was the airport, which, would you know, obviously didn't want to do that. Or, then the next one was Ronald Reagan. But anyway. The airport wouldn't have been that bad. You get off, and you go around that circle, and you come back. Well, I guess that's true. I don't know how busy the airport was. It probably wasn't very, but anyway. Yeah, on a Tuesday night? Yeah. (laughs) No holidays around or anything? Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to Kind of Epic Show. I'm yep, David. Setting the bar high this week. I'm David. <laughs> that was a great way to start the show. <laughs> that was Etzel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, we'll primarily speak about the uh, the Ant Man, which was released last Thursday as of this recording. I'm not sure when David's going to eventually post this. but This week? Okay. I need an episode this week. I was listening to a podcast, and they do a neat thing where they specifically state when they're recording it. For the sake of time reference, I think we do from time to time. Well, sometimes, but then like I think I, I think as specific as we get is it's Monday or something. It's on a date. No, so. I think I think <laughs> when we were doing uh, the 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 TV stuff for Arrow and Flash, well, Gotham, when I, we were doing it. I'm gonna go ahead and think that wasn't as consistent as you may believe it to be. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, all right. So yeah, Ant Man. Uh, well, guess. just hopping in. No other news or anything. To... Well, you said you wanted to hurry up and get done, so <laughs> we wasted enough time already. Nothing else to talk about before we get into the review, like that eighteen foot. Oh, the Millennium, Millennium Falcon. Well. That's stupid. I didn't really have a lot to say about it, except that it's fucking stupid. There's a goddamn toy company that's making an 18-foot... Yes! Million. Yes! How much does it cost? <laughs> I fucking find well, out. David turned down my microphone. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't see. No, because it hurt my ears. Uh, and you guys are sharing a mic, so... Uh, but no, the the Hot Toys, I don't know if you've seen them before. Hot Toys. Uh, they're each, like, a, their figures are a foot tall. They're, they're a one-six scale figure. I have 
I wouldn't say I have four 31 inch Star Wars figures. I have a clone trooper, a stormtrooper, but these are highly the Inquisitor, and. Oh, Darth we know Vader. all about it. We remember our Black Friday episode. We know oh, all yes. about your time. Oh, yeah. Well, so. I don't think I don't think everyone might have met. Maybe we got new listeners since then. <laughs> we don't know the story, so let's recap that story. Actually, well, that's why they can go, just go back to our Black Friday episode. What episode number is that, David? <laughs> it's it's an order by date. Yeah. Let's look for, okay, and it's like Black Friday. Like, yeah. yeah. But, so wait, December, you're telling probably. me they're making even bigger and better Star Wars? Figures? Oh yeah, these are these are gorgeous figures, and all the toys that they've done. Hell, for <laughs> for Age of Ultron, they made speaking a of giant toys. Speaking of life size toys, I would like to tell the listeners a funny story about C two E two, if you will. Okay, all right. Anyway, but they did a life size Hulkbuster for like thirty eight thousand dollars. You can buy it. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. It's a lot less than what Tony probably paid. To be fair. That's more than some people's salaries. I know. <laughs> but uh, now they're to go along with their normal figure line, which is mm-hmm. a, a one in one six scale. Uh, they're doing an eighteen foot Millennium Falcon that fits those foot tall figures in it, which is stupid. By the way, I mean, who the fuck has room for that? Besides the people who can pay for it, right? Do you have a picture of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling it up now. Um, just one of those things that. that, that, that there's Dude, a cockpit. That's this is awesome. why Amer- nobody likes America. Those are the figures. Those are really detailed figures, yeah. though. Like, look at that. That's incredible. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Hmm. I would love. I would love to be able to to buy this, but there's no way. Well, yeah. Where would you put it? No, exactly. Who who has room for this? I'll find room for it. <laughs> Didn't you, didn't you move? Or did I understand? Yes, that? now I got plenty of room for it. Actually, I have some stuff in my well, car. I probably shouldn't be here that long either. Cause <laughs> absolutely. It's, but anyway. It's 18 feet long by 12 feet wide. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> that is huge. You, that you could just live in that. For as <laughs> much as you paid for it, you might as well live in you it. You could just use it to make your own Star Wars movie as a miniature. <laughs> yeah. Which would be kind of awesome. But yeah, a, that's fucking ridiculous. That is, I wonder. I wonder how well that stands up to the weather. Like maybe you could set up your Millennium Falcon in somebody's backyard and just. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that that'd be the only way to do it is to put in some. You put in your backyard or whoever. Right. Maybe you put a little like roof over, like not like you know, just like a open mm-hmm. open you know shack type stru- structure. <laughs> uh, they revealed the names to uh, the Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh, yeah. They. Their names. Yeah, their names. They're not named after the original Ghostbusters, which I kind of like. Hmm. So they're remaking the Ghostbusters. Yeah. And they're remaking Indiana Jones? That hasn't been confirmed. Okay. That that definitely isn't as far as the Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters shooting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) They just remake everything. Sam Mendes said Spectral will probably be his last Bond. Well, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. They're doing a Xena reboot. Truck. For TV? Yeah. Hmm. So this is part of the reason I didn't think there was any news, because all of you are telling me right now is pretty shrug-worthy. Yeah. Where you're kind of like, yeah, okay. And the Flash, 
in his updated costume, which we already saw last year. So. It's not really an updated costume. It's just an updated logo. Yeah, updated logo. The, the white the, white logo. Yeah, Cisco really liked the white lightning he saw. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, let's go with that. Cool. Yeah, great week for news. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, didn't there's just some uh, casting announcements like Mr. Terrific is going to be on Arrow and some yeah. stuff like oh, that. Oh, well, I, I guess I'll. Actually, never mind. I'll Go wait till it. we talk yeah, about yeah. Ant Man. You actually had your uh, your story to tell. Oh, yeah. you almost. Wow, <laughs> he actually reminded me. <laughs> well, anyway, no, I will save my other question for when we get into Ant Man. But I will tell my story now. So, folks, listeners, <laughs> folks, listeners. Um, <laughs> mean as you know, what was it? Maybe a month ago, we went to C two E two. Two months? No, it was a month ago. It's July. Uh, like three months ago. April. So like yeah. three months ago? May, June, and July. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, Bill Cosby came out admitting to uh, drugging people. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, like from his deposition or what? Well, I, I'm trying to find the, the quote I saw earlier. He took their silence as permission. Well, yeah, that's from his uh, deposition that he did a few years back when somebody was suing him. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, anyway. He hasn't come out explicitly said. Uh, Kamel's going to be on X-Files. Okay. He was in the middle of a story. Sorry. God. <laughs> you remind him and then you just yes. start. <laughs> no, sorry. Yes. I just wanted to so, say that Kamel's going to be on the X-Files. So as, as, you, okay. as you folks, listeners, may know, there is a life-size rocket raccoon that generally sells... Online for about $350. Well, people were selling, vendors were selling them there for $500, which there would be no way I would pay for that. So I waited till Sunday, hoping they would reduce the price. It was still there. I asked one guy if he would possibly let it go for $200, and he was insulted. 200 cash. 200 cash for me to take it off his hands and then have to lug it to who knows where. He was, oh my god, absolutely not. That's insulting. So anyway, yeah, so don't try to jip the guy that's selling the 18-foot... Millennium Falcon, basically, you know, and don't overpay for it because they're gonna make want you to overpay for it, but don't. Anyway, they, that's all I got. <laughs> what do you think are gonna sell for that same thing? Like, okay, a life size Hulkbuster thing was thirty eight thousand. I don't think it'll be that much. Well, yeah, probably not that much, but knowing that the figures are a hundred a piece, I'd say probably well, at least five grand. Five grand. I would almost. Well, okay, hold on. Let's let's think about it. How tall was a Hulkbuster? Good question. Well, how, and well, I mean, considering Tony Stark in armor was like sat in the middle of it, he's probably six foot or whatever. So uh, a Hulkbuster. Well, I don't you want me to get the Hulkbuster Hulkbuster but, specs? But sure, it, it almost sure. seems as if it, the the Millennium Falcon that they're producing probably just as tall, just as tall, and probably just as wide. Yeah. So it could enough. be a thirty-eight thousand dollar product. Shit. Yeah. Shit. So stupid. I mean, do they allow people to pay in installments? I would hope so. <laughs> Fuck, I would hope so. They could charge interest and <laughs> make like more a house. money. God, it's like a really, really cheap house. It's probably it's more a like, a, like a trailer or like a really cheap trailer. Yeah, well, or uh, it's a car. Let's just go with that. It's a car. Yeah, it's a car that doesn't do anything. Yeah, it just sits there and looks pretty. <laughs> well, you can play with it. Oh yeah, you can play with that thing. You can try and lift it up and go right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, you just do your action figures and then make Luke and Leia do weird stuff. <laughs> like Chewbacca. 
Or Chewbacca. Get the dog involved. See, what they need to do is that they need to make a life-sized uh, turret gun for the Millennium Falcon. Don't get penis At least you could do something in that. Yeah. You'd sit down and be like, pew, 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 pew. but that thing, you're just like, that's just, no. <laughs> it's neat, but no. When I was uh, uh, up at Wisconsin, uh, uh, Carrie's family trip, the, the place we're at had like a, a, a arcade room mm-hmm. and they had this Star Wars game where you like went and sat down inside of this thing yeah. and like the giant screen surrounded mm-hmm. you I didn't play it but I sat there for a while just going through the preview shit the Return of the Jedi sequence was insane <laughs> yeah I remember that they used to have it at uh, Chuck E. Cheese's <laughs> way back in the day it, it ended just as like two Star Destroyers are crashing into each other and you're flying in between them and I was just like holy fuck <laughs> That's what we need more of. We don't yeah. need that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Ant-Man. I think Edsel's looking at the... Well, Hulk Buster. Hulk I can't find... They Hulk have Hulk a one-six scale one. I was just going to go from that and yeah, then I think that's multiply a... by six. But anyway, I don't know. Let's mm. just let's just talk about Ant-Man. Gotcha. <laughs> if, if anyone wants to post a comment... I don't know. I, I can't say that. I don't know if you can even do that. Yeah, you can. You can. If anyone wants to post a comment with the exact specs to the whole list. Let them potomatic.com? Yeah. Is yeah. that, is that where they go. would post the comments? There you go. Or Facebook. Let's get okay. interactive. Well, you know, I've always wanted people can actually leave voicemails on our Potomatic page for us to play in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. no one's you guys it. suck. <laughs> I would play it. I would play but. it. Yes. So anyway, then for a while we were doing that. I, I think Gabe was the person that stopped reading fan response. Have we really gotten a, uh, enough of it to? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's enough. Well, how was yeah. the reaction? Yeah. What was the fan good. responses? I don't remember. You guys are literally the worst podcast <laughs> I've ever heard. No, there was actually one really good review on iTunes. It wasn't for many of us who were like. Your editing could be better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they did this great review, and at the bottom, they're like, "But could come be on, a bit better. the thing we all talk about, yeah, yeah. you could." <laughs> well, uh, all right. I think we wasted a sufficient amount yeah. of time. Well, that was a nice fifteen-minute chunk, chunk of bullshit. Chunk of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the corner of ours. Now. Fifteen minutes of bullshit. Woo! Yeah. Well, I also missed a great episode last week. Comic-Con review, Beer Corner. Yeah. There's a reason it went almost three hours. Yeah. (laughs) In one episode. I didn't have to split it. It was amazing. That shit got sloppy. That probably did. Did you listen to all of them? Nope. You didn't edit it? Nope. The editing could be better. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's talk about Ant-Man, really. All right. Um, so I guess, you know, general impressions, um, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I was pretty relieved with the end product. I, I mean, this might be blasphemy, but would you say, would all of us, would any of us say they liked it better than the new Avengers? Yes. yes. <laughs> I actually did that too, so wow. Wow. Because, I mean. I didn't want to just be that guy, but if you guys yeah. say that too, yeah. then. Yeah. I, have, I mean, like, I mean, ultimately, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a better constructed film. I mean, Avengers Age of Ultron was pretty, like, there's a lot there to enjoy, but there's also a lot there to be like, well, what the fuck, guys? Come on, man. Yeah. Well, it's just that, what happened there. It was all over the place. Yeah, it? it was it was a bit of a mess. Ant Man, Ant Man, you know, was a, a, a 
I don't know, time clock of a movie. Like, it, 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 it was very structured. It hit everything it needed to do. It ended under two hours, which is... what? I think it was 2.08 is the runtime on it. No, it's an hour and 50-something on Fandango. Yeah, that's probably... No, probably. an hour and 57 minutes. Well, yeah, okay, that's, yeah, what, that's what I yeah. saw. I think just the movie is under two hours. Gotcha. If you add in trailers and gotcha. shit. Um, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, it was... Uh, uh, it's just... It, it is. It's not. I don't want to say it's like the best written thing in the world because there is a a couple scenes in the middle there where I was getting a little worried. It was like during uh, uh, his escape from prison, mm-hmm. um, where I felt like that particular scene. The editing seemed very sloppy and and, and a little annoying to me. And then they went into exposition land with Pim. Yeah, he's could be better. <laughs> is that your new catchphrase? <laughs> Did you just coin no, it? No, it's just, it's just keeps working, you know, if it works. I feel works. like I want that to be the title of the episode now. <laughs> that could be better. Well, then we're, they were, they were talking about it. Every, every, wait, every episode? <laughs> or maybe that could just be the name of the, the, the podcast from now on. Yeah, it could, be it could be better. <laughs> if we submit to that award, that'll be what... Worst work. editing goes to. Yeah. Um... The worst of any podcasting. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, uh, uh, it was like that scene in Expedition Land with Pim where he was explaining stuff to Scott that we'd already previously seen on the screen where I was kind of like, this is a little unnecessary. But pretty much after that point, I, I, I felt like it was on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a very enjoyable movie. And the, uh, I don't know, the casting is, is one of the best parts of it. Um, like, yeah, Michael, yeah, Michael yeah. Pina, or Pina, however you pronounce Pina? it. I think he has a, a, a squiggle line over his yeah. head. I forget what that's called. Uh, he was awesome. Yeah. Actually, all the supporting cast was hilarious. They were great. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, I felt like the scenes with uh, uh, you know Michael Pena when he's going through the background information mm-hmm. stuff that was like the the most like Edgar Wrightish thing for sure about the movie it was uh, that was incredibly creative and I enjoyed yeah. that a lot of that. I thought that was a great way to sort of bring the audience up to speed about certain things in a very entertaining manner. Yeah. Um, yeah, the sporting cast was good. Um, this is kind of funny. that It, it does seem like uh, uh, an Iron Man retread to a certain degree because some of the characters kind of fit certain... Like, Darren Cross is essentially um, Obadiah Stane. <laughs> and even uh, uh, Hope uh, Van Dyne, uh, Evangeline Lilly's character... Kind of like Pepper. <laughs> Probably, well, more intense Pepper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one thing where... Uh, or she, she was, like, at least her position in the company is a little unde- underdeveloped. Because you're kind of like, what exactly do you do? I don't... She was like Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic Park. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, they trying that's to... That's how I feel. Another, yeah. Uh, it just, it was one of those things where it's like, uh, uh, the, the relationship with your father is very well defined uh, and works pretty well. Um, but I, I still don't understand what you exactly do. <laughs> but yeah, in uh, the company. Yeah, 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 in the company. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> will give you that. But but yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, her in a relationship with uh, Michael Douglas's Hank Pym. I mean, uh, that was one of the things cool. that made the movie so much better than the Avengers. Was that it had a unifying point about mm-hmm. you know father daughter relationships, like seeing Scott, you know, trying to be a father to his daughter while at the same time seeing the distance between Hank Pym and his daughter it was 
and he, and even like uh, uh, Darren Cross's relationship with Pym was like another at least a mentor thing. Mm-hmm. Like they did a good job of establishing a theme to the movie and sticking with it and, yeah. and showing it really well. Well, I was gonna say my, I wanted to know your guys' opinion on because I didn't think maybe this wasn't the greatest and we talked about this in the past with like the villain role I think this one was better but still like I think that whole cross character again we got a lot of background on you know obviously Hank and Mm -hmm. Scott and you know even maybe uh, not maybe so much uh, you know his daughter both daughters but I mean still you know quite a bit but I I thought again like that villain like it was just like he's here he's a villain deal with it you know what I mean like there wasn't and even like you were saying with the mentor between Hank and him I thought that d- dynamic was kind of like I feel it was like, like as development as much as it should have been but I don't know I mean I, I agree with you for the most part yeah Marvel normally their villains aren't the best in the world but I feel like in this this one they did a good job like when Hank and Cross are in that conversation in his house and Hank tells him that I see too much of you and me, or, or, or me and you. Oh, okay, it was yeah. a nice reflection of this is what Hank Pym could be. He could have been that guy who didn't give a shit and you know sold shit to Hydra or whatever the fuck. But there was that moral compass in Pym that you know kept him from being that person. That I, so I feel as if like Cross is a better villain than say like Malekith from Thor: The Dark World or, where was, or Ronan. I didn't care for Ronan at all. Yeah, Ronan. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I agree. I'm just saying. Still, yeah. I mean, he's I, not Loki again. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. Means Loki or, yeah, continues Loki. to be the best Marvel villain. Yeah, and they, they really haven't gotten that close. Even Ultron was a little disappointing because I think it, as we previously Ben pre- Kingsley. <laughs> he doesn't count. <laughs> but well, even in Iron Man three, I think uh, he was pretty good. There. Adrian. Uh, well, what's his name? Um, oh yeah, the, the uh, Mandarin, not yeah. the Mandarin, but <laughs> the other guy. Yeah. yeah, I forget his name. What is his name? Killage, kill, Killian, Killian, Killian yeah, Ulrich or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that. I yeah. think you were right. Killian Ulrich. He wasn't. He wasn't a bad villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He worked as you know. Once again, another mirror of the, uh, the protagonist to a certain yeah. degree that you know, yeah, it worked. <laughs> and I, and I like the idea of a arms dealer specifically setting up conflicts in order for him to make money. So. Mm. I don't know that that word. Yeah, some of them. Sometimes they do well. Sometimes they don't. Like Red yeah. Skull in Captain America, kind of one note, but he I feel as if served that, that purpose. Yeah, yeah. But they they they, they could all like, like they're not Loki. They're not Joker. They're yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, the set pieces in this were really interesting, and it felt as if it actually justified to use the 3D and stuff like when mm-hmm. he shrinks down and stuff like that first time he shrunk down in the, the I, I felt a legitimate sense of ah, god what is it like when you're going down a roller coaster like when yeah. your stomach kind of oh, goes yeah. up and you're just like, like See, I, was, I was trying to explain this to my dad I was like seeing it in the IMAX felt like an event you know it just with the sense of scale and the 3D worked so well, mm-hmm. and then when he sh- when he is shrinking and everything just grows on that IMAX screen, and just brought so much to that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see? It I in didn't IMAX? see it. I just saw it on standard, but uh, no, the theater I went to, I was good. I was it was it was good. I enjoyed uh, the movie though. It was, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, um, yeah, it was just uh, the the action scenes were interesting. Just. 
because of that. Like to a certain degree, we're seeing stuff that we normally see, but the the location of, of what's happening and what is it, it makes it all seem a little bit you know fresher than what we would normally yeah. expect. Like I, I love the uh, the high scene into. Uh, PIM technologies or whatever they were calling it at that point, mm-hmm. like uh, 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 laying in the uh, um, the ants, like the way they establish each one as a tool, mm-hmm. and the way they uh, they actually made you care a little bit, like when his one ant, uh, Anthony, yeah, Anthony, yeah, when he got shot, I yeah. legitimately went, like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that was like the point he was trying to make. He's yeah. like, "What do you mean? It's just a number?" And then, yeah, he gave it a name, and yeah, he was trying to have a different approach. But yeah, but yeah, it, it was. But I like how it sort of makes fun of the idea of like the uh, uh, the hero losing an ally right before the like the beginning of the third oh, act. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think about that. And, and, you know, and this time it wasn't a human or anything; it was just an ant, and yeah. it was like almost partially making fun of the absurdity of what yeah, was, because. I mean, how often do you step on an ant and mm-hmm. not even know? And it's like, no, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, we cared for this little tiny, tiny insect. Yeah, that, that wasn't the, the, the movie did a good job of, like, not taking itself too seriously. Yeah. Okay, there's a, but at the same time, balancing that and making you give a shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, um I, I, one way I heard the film described, it was, Iron Man meets Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which would work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Even though, like, I heard, like, some people bitching about how, like, you could take Ant-Man and overlay it over Iron Man, and it would be essentially the same movie. I don't agree with that. Yeah, the, like, they're structurally yeah. different. You know, I, I was having a conversation with Sean, uh, Crystal's husband, and he said that, too. And I was just like, eh, not really. Eh. No. He didn't have a whole scene of yeah. Scott laying in a cave well, building his Tony suit. Stark doesn't have a daughter. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I feel like the closest thing. The character-wise, I mean, they're they're different characters. Just personality like, of the characters. Origin movies. Is that is that it? But even then, they dealt with the origin differently. Like, so it's not like Lang had to make the suit or anything. Yeah. I mean, he went in and robbed it, but I mean, it was almost like Hank Pym was more Stone, Tony Stark than. Lang was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what do you guys think of the uh, 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 the intro scene? Their old lady. Oh, <laughs> Peggy. Old, old Peggy and yeah. Howard. Uh, Were you the one that was talking to about how you thought it was weird that they didn't have uh, uh, Dominic Cooper in old makeup? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me, but if they did it with Peggy, why didn't they do it with... Well, uh, to be fair, they'd already established John Slattery as... As old. Howard, yeah. Yeah. So. It was nice to see him again. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish he would have been a bigger presence. Mm. Like, I don't know, when we get the flashback later, like, maybe he was talking to him, leading him through a mission or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know, it just seemed kind of trivial to, to have him there. It was nice. Maybe was, they just wanted to the, show the off... The pre-credit stinger. Maybe they just wanted to show off how well they could make Michael Douglas look like he was forty years old again, Because right? <laughs> that was like that it was good. yeah, that was impressive. I saw that and I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it it's called a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. uh, In the future, everyone will have them. It kind of makes me wonder uh, because, uh, of course, you're looking at the Ultimates. Clearly, Pym did give his 
technology to the ultimates and they had giant mm. people and yeah. tiny people and you're just like, eh, maybe that'll happen. Well, maybe. Maybe they could be potentially pissed off about it. But, I wonder... Hmm. That would be too much to stick it in Civil War. Yeah. What about, sure. Guys, remember when he fought the Falcon? Oh, that yeah. was pretty cool. Well, you know, of <laughs> I love that whole scene. Like, them going yeah. down and seeing the big A on the roof and shit in his pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have to say, unfortunately, the TV spots ruined the cameo. Like, I had no idea. You didn't see that? I had no awesome. idea either. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I was watching TV, and there's fucking Falcon front and center in a TV spot. I'm just like, damn it. That's why you should stop watching TV, David. <laughs> I like watching TV. I like watching TV through Netflix where they don't show commercials and shit. Well, I couldn't believe they did that. Why would... That's a nice surprise. Why ruin it in a, a trailer? I don't know. Especially, like, Falcon isn't, like, a name brand Avenger yeah. either. <laughs> he doesn't have his own movie yet or anything. It yeah. does seem like a... Hey guys, Tony Stark is in this, or Cap, or whatever. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's Falcon, which I was glad to see him. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun fight. I mean, that was like straight up Stan Lee. I was <laughs> where I was in Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, like Voltron. Yeah, they had me stand there and just you know talk to green screen. I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, okay, he was in what one scene in Age of Ultron? Two. Two. He was at the party scene, and then he popped up at the end there in his oh, new yeah. suit. That's right. Yeah. I forgot that he was in the end of it. Yeah. Because he's an Avenger. I thought that was Brody. <laughs> no. Wait, Brody was there, too. I know. They I don't all look the same, David. Oh! <laughs> God! No, no, I didn't fight. I just remember Brody being there. And okay. Falcon. Uh, it's funny that he made it on the poster, though. You know, like, the, his name made it on... Oh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. yeah. Well, hell, Haley Atwell did too. I know for this one. Well, and Avengers. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. Even though she was in there just the scene. Yeah, fair enough. I think Idris Elba too. I mean, yeah. I think all those guys. Once you're an established Marvel character, you can get your name on the poster. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, that, that fight with Falcon that was a good scene. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. It, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was cool. It was funny, and the the, the climax of it was great with. Him escaping and Falcon like don't tell Cap that just happened. <laughs> yeah, that being Wait, said, who are you talking to? I don't know some security agent inside. Gotcha. <laughs> that being said, I wanted to ask you guys about the end scene because you, you'll notice better than I do where they're talking uh, the, v- the post credit scene where yeah it's Cap and then he goes I know a guy who is the other guy though that was are we not soldier. To- Oh, that was in Winter yeah, Soldier? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, because I couldn't tell for, like, the split second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Arms and, like, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, what, they need, yeah. what they need it. What they need it. Of beyond me. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but I was just curious who that was, because, yeah, it drove me nuts. So. I, I think that that scene was probably took place before we saw Falcon at the end of the movie. Oh, when, maybe, yeah. When they were going through that last... Mm-hmm. So, here's this guy who... Yeah, I mean, that, that scene was straight from Civil War because they yeah. were putting together the final edit for Ant Man and they were seeing dailies from Civil War. Ant Man. Uh, Peyton Reed, the director, was like, why don't you stick this in here as a, you know, so people, especially since it's followed with Ant Man will return yeah. as you'll see him here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that was, I fucking love that scene. I mean, it's not a, like a great scene by itself. It was just cool. Because you saw Falcon, and all of a sudden you see Cap, and you're like, who the fuck is the guy with the hair? And then he looks up, and you're like, oh, fuck, shit, son! <laughs> I, yeah, I got excited. Yeah, I know you got excited. <laughs> uh, I was more excited about the mid credit stinger. Oh, yeah, with, with the wasp. With, wa- with wasp. Yeah, and they open the door, and you see her, like, her almost costume. Yeah. Uh, a part of me was hoping, like, after the weekend I played... They Marvel would announce that eventually Lily was going to be in Civil War as the Wasp with yeah. Scott. That would have been cool. That would have been. It didn't, well, it didn't meet expectations, but it's not like it did horribly bad at the box. It did better than The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So. And, uh, uh, it has a, uh, a cinema score. Yeah, so hopefully word of mouth is good. Yeah. So it'll... But like we were talking before we started recording, I'm giving it so much praise to everybody I know but nobody's wanting to see it yeah I, I had to was it the Rotten Tomato score wasn't that great I mean it's it wasn't 80, bad it was like 79 I thought 79, I, I lasted 79 yeah, I, I mean that's better than Avengers I, okay yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know yeah actually it's probably better than Thor the Dark World too yeah no, that didn't do that well I feel like that was like in the seventy nine certified like fresh. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's better than uh, Wait, what, was it? what was What was Age of Ultron? It's eighty. Oh. Age of Ultron's eighty or yeah, 80? Oh, it's an eighty now, yeah. which is on par for most Marvel movies. Yeah. Honestly. Um, let's see what was. But yeah, the the week before the movie came out and they actually started doing Rotten Tomato scores, I was incredibly interested because I was like, "How bad is this going to be?" I, I I was I was pretty worried. So I was I was I was pleasantly surprised when the majority of the re- reviews started to be, you know, some of them were four for Age of Ultron. Wow, wow! I didn't know it got that low. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, like some of the reviews aren't great, where they're like, it's a adequate superhero movie, it works just fine. Some of them really like it. And then the others are just. I wonder if at this point they're like speaking of like the Iron Man, like everyone's like, oh, it's so much like Iron Man. Do you think at this point there is too much superhero movies now, though, or is that why? Or I I think there will probably be too many superhero movies. I mean, granted, you know, we can never have we can DC. never have enough superhero movies. But I'm just saying, you know, in the um, public's eye, in that, yeah. I I think it just depends on quality. If they keep on putting out good product. It's kind of hard to argue against it. Yeah, it, for sure. It's only when like DC or somebody <laughs> else puts out a shitty movie, and it yeah. starts to dilute the the, the genre. Yeah. Like uh, I was listening to an interview with Kevin Feige, and uh, the person asked him, you know, about DC's movie plans and stuff, and he was like, "Look, as long as they're good, I don't care." <laughs> Just saying something. Yeah, like even if like they come out on the same day as ours, as long as the movie is good and it keeps audiences interested in the product, I don't. I mean, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first Spider-Man reference. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. <laughs> what was the Spider-Man reference? Uh, at the end, when Falcon's talking to the uh, the one chick, and they're doing that fast uh, voiceover thing. Uh, she mentions, oh, we got a kid who walks up on walls and shoots webs. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. well, got you. Uh, who's swinging and, swinging and walks up walls. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Crawls up walls. They specifically used crawl up walls. Okay. So that that was nice. I was like, oh. Yeah. Did Spike. we talk about the casting of uh, Aunt May? 
No, I don't think we did. That is something we never talked about. Which brings me back to when we watched, well, our first review of The Amazing Spider-Man. And I mentioned that they keep going younger. And you guys took my hot Aunt May yeah. thing out of context. Now we've got a hot Aunt May. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who Marissa Tomei is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's she's Aunt she's May. Aunt May. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> Aunt May. Yeah. So. Sally Field isn't that hot. <laughs> that's, that's, I said it meant like I was like, yeah, it was taken out of context. Um, anyway, I'm not gonna explain that. Uh, Compared to uh, the Sam Raimi Aunt May. Yeah, oh, it's like ancient Aunt May. <laughs> Anyway. Um, so let's see, what else? Um, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about. Oh, we did see the first on screen appearance of Wasp. Yes. Flashback, which was nice. Yeah. It was real nice. Yeah, that was a good flashback scene. That was that was well done. Especially, like, you see her for the first time, and you're like, Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually heard uh, an argument that they wish the, the entire movie would have been done like the first Captain America. Where it would have all been, been back in the eighties. Yeah. Um, See, that was that was my question. Yeah, like, cause it seems like they've been going with like the original character was like. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of them. What's an example? I guess really there's without Ant Man. I know because I know there's you know essentially there's Hank, Hank Pym, Anne, and Scott Lane. You know, both Ant Mans. But yeah, why didn't they go with Hank? Because it just seems like. Mm. I. Uh, but I feel like uh, the the choice they made was an interesting way to do it in the sense from like a storytelling standpoint because oh hi buddy well, um, it creates a history it creates yes yeah. well yeah and, 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 and like if you're telling a story about fathers and daughters it, it does allow you to establish that contrast mm-hmm. that leads to sort of I don't know, richer characters right. richer themes I, I, I agree with the decision to do it um, and also like I, I really do like maybe they'll get around to doing like a short uh, movie mm-hmm. of like Michael Douglas and whoever plays the Wasp going out on a mission or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. You know, <laughs> I was actually thinking like origin about, story. I was actually thinking about this. You know, Marvel was doing the one shots and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't I think it's kind of a a, a lost uh, art? Uh, well, it was when I saw Inside Out. How come Marvel doesn't do shorts before their movies? They could. Uh, yeah, they totally could. Even though that particular short you're talking about isn't the best. No, it wasn't. Lava, yeah. Yeah, Lava wasn't the best short. Yeah. But it got me thinking. I was like, why don't... Why don't they just why, put them on yeah. the movies? They, they could. It'd be cool. It would be very cool. What's it's, the one where they walk on the moon, they get the little ladder, and then they walk up? I don't, I don't Luna? Know. La Luna? La yeah, Luna, yeah. Right, yeah. that yeah, one. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, they're normally really pretty and interesting, but I just thought... I mean, Lava, yeah, was gorgeous, but it was just like... I don't care. Yeah. Just, can we can we move this along? Yeah. <laughs> you saw Inside Out, right? No, oh, you haven't seen that? That's no. that's probably the best movie of the year. Dude, What's better? Disagree. I liked it, but I, I don't know what would be the best best movie of the year. I liked Inside Out, but at the same time, I can't help but think, fuck you, Pixar. You instantly... I would love to be in a Pixar writing room and just be like, what? how can we make people cry? <laughs> What's everything we can just sit... <laughs> Sit down. What's the worst thing that can happen to people? 
But that's what makes their movies so good, is that you, you they do manage to make you emotionally... I, I didn't cry in Inside Out. Marissa did when the imaginary friend disappears. Oh, Mr... Oh, what the fuck was his name? Mr. Snoozle-Doozle. Something like that. <laughs> Bing Bong! Yeah, Bing Bong. <laughs> Who's your friend that loves to say Bing Bong, Bing Bong? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think Marvel could do the one sh- start up the one shots again and just make them. Yeah, put them in front of movies. Make them Yeah, but yeah, especially uh, you can make Michael Douglas look super young now. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Des- Douglas said that you know he'd like uh, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones to be uh, Janet. Yeah, and you're kind of like that would actually work really well. <laughs> you know, are they married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been married for a good long time. And they would their product could turn out to be. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. So. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Yeah. It's like the combination of that. <laughs> so yeah. Um, movie was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. You know that's what I've been telling people. I'm like, not as fun as Guardians, but it's still fucking fun. Yeah, Guardians is a better movie. Yeah. And like everybody's like, oh, how does it compare to Guardians? Oh, it's not as good, but it's still really good. Yeah, I mean, Guardians is like really fucking good. Yeah, can't act like that every time. No, like, bunch of selfish motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the hardest struggle is going to be getting people to get over the Ant Man. The Ant Man. My dad doesn't want to see it because it's Ant Man. I guess my dad has always hated Ant Man. Why? I have no idea. Because he's stupid. Because he's stupid. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm going to play this back for my dad so the next time that you come over you can be more scared of him. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're afraid of my dad. No, no. Oh, yeah. But that wasn't being your dad. I'm just saying people oh, no. in general okay, think yeah, Ant-Man's yeah. stupid. No. Yeah, actually. I've been getting that a lot. I'm yeah. getting this. Well, it sounds mind. stupid. Ant-Man? It makes me well, know what Aquaman's say, I... gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you insult Aquaman? <laughs> don't you insult Jason Momoa? Right? <laughs> no, um, no. Like, Ant Man is actually in the Batman Superman trailer. Is he the guy swimming? Yeah. Well, there, there's a guy wearing the scuba mask. And in the corner, there's a buff guy with long hair, just kind of just that split second. Is, is, Creeping on him? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you gotta freeze frame it. I would say I think maybe too like just a whole ant thing, which I thought was cool. I was actually talking to David how I didn't know like if it was like that in the comics, but like how he can control ants and yeah. that. Like it's kind of cheesy though. I mean, in a way, like I'm just so saying like, oh, he uses ants. It's done so it's well. Just, I don't you know. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm no. just saying that you know, just from a general person, like, oh, that's stupid. Why would he control ants? Like, yeah. Well, they explain everything. Yeah, uh, I like that they sort of set up him potentially going giant man. Yeah, because you know because of the enlarging disc and stuff. Yeah. Here, you know. I was I didn't realize it until today, but I, when I was thinking about that, giant man is almost like a, a pun on Ant Man, which is like giant man. Yeah, <laughs> I just I was just that. Did Stanley do that on purpose? So they, uh, we saw the microverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stanley was talking about, I can't remember which one, actually went out into a panel with him that said at the Seattle Comic Con he was talking about, yeah, I just kept making these characters. I can't remember which one came first or whatever. But he's like, yeah, I think it was 
is Giant Man first before Ant Man? Like just in the comic book? Yeah. He's like, so I had this really tall guy, and I'm like, all right, I did the tall guy thing. What can I do now? Oh, I know. I'll make him really little, and I'll call him Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sixties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, the microverse was trippy. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, apparently, well, supposedly, if you're watching that scene, you can see another body floating in the background. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of hard not to think that the sequel was probably going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp and going to the microverse. <laughs> and getting... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or Doctor Strange. Another plane of existence. Well, maybe. It definitely set that up. I mean, they mentioned different planes of existence and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, once it happens in Doc Strange, it might not be too alienating. Yeah, Feige specifically said that, like, Ant-Man, the ends of Ant-Man introduces a weird uh, um, idea that the movies have never really gone into that's going to be a big part of Phase 3. Gotcha. So, yeah, Doc Strange is probably going to do a hell of a lot of running around other dimensions and so forth. Gotcha. Mm. Be nice if we talked louder into the microphone there, though. Sorry. Look at that. I know. Teeny right. tiny. Teeny <laughs> tiny. Ant Man. Ant Man sized audio on that one. Then I went to Giant Man. Yeah. <laughs> Giant Ant Man. Let's just sit here and comment on the sound spikes that pop up on the screen. Well, the good thing Andrew and Gabe isn't here then because <laughs> well, we I could make these sound spikes get really big, but I won't. I think it's Andrew and Gabe R. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, Ant Man was great. Yeah. No I, complaints. I, I, I would really recommend seeing it. I still can't get Carrie to see it. Her parents saw it and they both really liked it. Her mom liked it. Which Why I, didn't she see it? Just because she doesn't like Ant Man? Oh, yeah, I was telling her about it uh, when I got out of the theater and she was just like, ugh. Uh, like I kept on talking about it, and then like I saw the final credit scene, and I, I sent her like a text in all ga- uh, caps saying, "You've got to see this fucking movie, holy shit!" Because she fucking loves the Winter Soldier, and she loves Bucky, and you know, I eventually told her what the fuck it was because she just kept on asking. It's like, well, fine, you're not gonna see the movie. I'm gonna spoil it for you. Here, and she was just like, "Oh well." Falcon, Cap, Bucky, same room. And she was like, oh my god, that's so unfair. <laughs> Man, I, I'm surprised like she wouldn't even just go for Falcon. Yeah, I told him, like, he he's all up in this shit. You know. That's sad. She really doesn't want to see him in. See, this is, this is the problem about... Because she doesn't like Spider-Man either. Is no. she not like insect <laughs> superheroes? Yeah, she thinks Peter Parker is way too whiny. <laughs> Which is true. He is really whiny. But not too whiny. <laughs> is Peter Parker whiny? But, uh, we prob- uh, we're probably whining more than Peter Parker right now. <laughs> but I do have to say, Ant-Man probably it was the worst marketed Marvel movie I've seen. Yeah. Because... Yeah, that first trailer, that wasn't good. Yeah. The second trailer, it had that really good ending for the most part. Yeah, it wasn't that good. It was... It was like Guardians was marketed in a very inspired manner that was, you know, caught your imagination and so forth. 
But like the other Marvel movies, like Iron Man three, Cap two, Thor two, their trailers are all super serious and dour. And then you go see the movie and you laugh a lot. You you really enjoy yourself. Well, same with Age of Ultron. I mean, Age of Ultron was kind of still dark, but I mean, it still had the humor in it too. Yeah, there's still a shit ton of jokes and stuff. And it's like they went from Guardians uh, uh, to Ant Man, and instead of embracing the inherent goofiness of the concept and marketing it in that manner. It's like similar to Guardians in some fashion. They made it seem like any of the other superhero movies, which it it didn't like let it set itself apart from them. It was I don't know, it's a weird weird decision. It didn't bring anything new like Guardians did. Mm-hmm. It was the same old retread that they've been doing. Yeah. When they could have just made it incredible. They could have they could have done all kinds of stuff with that trailer and made it a shit ton of money. We yeah. we still didn't talk about the casting though really, did we? No. Not really. Are we going to talk about that or not? Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, I do want to I do want to say bringing up the the father-daughter relationships and how uh Janet is now becoming wasp and following in her father and mother's footsteps. It kind of is and just knowing that the father-daughter relationships were an entire thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. To me that that kind of it's like, oh, stature. Oh, yeah, maybe bringing in uh, Cassie Moore yeah. as a sidekick role next time around. Yeah. I love the ant dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> she awesome. She has a giant ant dog as a pet now. Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah, that whole fucking like final battle scene with the giant Thomas, the, uh, the tank engine, and is, and, yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, and that was the other thing too. Like they made it look boring and like kind of dumb on a trailer I thought yeah. when they could have like showed it maybe not obviously like too much of like where you get small and big and then like cut out well yeah where as opposed to just that one little scene where you just see like the train fall which was hilarious in yeah the no trailer. well I know yeah. but I'm just saying like that's all you saw on the trailer and you're like why would I want to see that you know what I mean like yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Uh, it almost makes me wonder if they didn't have enough of the special effects done for the trailers like uh, um, yeah. Peyton Reed the director specifically said that there were like uh, a lot of special effects not finished for like preview screenings or whatever the hell oh wow all, all the way up to preview screenings well uh, maybe test audiences gotcha um but yeah so like they didn't have a, a lot of the special effects on so maybe they weren't ready for trailers like they had a shit ton like all the the, the great scenes that we saw weren't ready to be shown gotcha just due to the rush of um the production because I, I think it was mentioned that they lost because Edgar Wright left and he took a bunch of his you know, standard technical people with him. There was like a, a month delay that uh, cost him you know, a, a lot of post-production time. Gotcha. It still makes me wonder because it, it definitely did still kind of feel like Edgar to, mm. to a good portion of it. It does make me wonder what their disagreements were. Yeah, what the fuck was wrong with this? What, 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 what didn't you want to do and what did you want to do that would have, in your mind, made the product better? It's, I don't know, it, it would be, like, a fascinating thing to finally see somebody actually just do an interview. Yeah. Like, it, hell, but just put, like, a special feature on the fucking Blu-ray or something. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how are they going to talk about the production of Ant-Man without, mention- without yeah. mentioning it? Just because mm-hmm. Edgar Wright was working on the film for so long. Mm-hmm. Hell, it was announced at the same time as Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Hulk too. Yeah. I think it was the three they were working on. So I mean, ten years roughly that they, he was trying to get this fucking movie mm-hmm. made, and then eight, whatever, eight years, something like that. Yeah. 
just it's incredible. Like what the hell happened? Mm. If you were gonna jump off the project, it probably would have been years ago, not a month before production at this at this rate. Yeah, uh, uh, I think it was uh, during the same interview with Feige. Feige was talking about the the separation, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I think what happened was that the two of us were." being overly polite to each other for eight years in the sense that it was finally getting to go time and it was like really you still want to do that (laughs) i thought you would have dropped it by now (laughs) that's rough (laughs) but like it it was like a, a um neither one of them were compromising on certain things of some kind and so which, you know, I, I hate to say it because a lot of people are like, oh, respect the artist. Kevin Feige's one hell of a visionary. Mm-hmm. What he's managed to do with the Marvel Universe, I I can't see why people would be so willing not to fucking listen to the guy. Well, apparently, uh, uh, what was it? Alan Taylor, the guy who directed Thor The Dark World, yeah. he didn't have a good time. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That's what I hear. Nobody likes working with them. Well, some of them do, obviously, like the yeah, Bruiser Brothers yeah, do. True. Favreau did two movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, now probably just didn't want to come back because he's it's Kenneth Branagh and he wanted to go to something else. Uh, he wanted to make hell, a good Cinderella movie. James James Gunn. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, he seems to have a great time with him. Whedon worked for, for him for a while. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, what did ta- how did Taylor put it? Taylor said that he had independence while filming. It was during the post-production period that he started to lose control of the then product it's too bad yeah he really didn't like that they put that guardians stinger uh, um at the end of thor why because it 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 is a very abrupt thing if you go from thor to kind of cheap looking sci-fi because it wasn't really finished it didn't look good you, you you went from Thor to that weird scene. You got Benicio del Toro and his giant wig as the collector. Yeah. It, it does come out of nowhere. That was a, yeah, I remember bitching about this, where it was kind of like the scene at the end of Thor, where Thor comes back, makes out with Jane. Yeah. That should have been after the animated credit sequence. Yes, I agree. And then the Guardians bit should have been at the very end. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah. Because, yeah, you go from, like, the triumphant drums of Thor and all the mythic bullshit yeah. to Guardians. And you're just like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. We got, a, we got a year. Well, not quite, but we got a while. Oh, actually, something I wanted to bring up is uh, Fox and the... What I saw being dubbed as the new age of superhero costumes, where they're screen-accurate comic book costumes. Okay. Like, moving from page to screen. Okay. With, the, with Deadpool and uh, Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse. Well, not well he's Apocalypse. not... He looks like fucking Ivan Ooze. Yeah, he's a blue Ivan Ooze. Yeah, I made that joke to Matt. Because um, Matt was pissed about uh, the, the... Have you seen the Apocalypse from... Uh, uh, they did a... Uh, see, there, that's news. Um, yeah. <laughs> last week, there was like a photo thing on Entertainment Weekly. He was on the cover with... It was Apocalypse, Psylocke, and uh, Magneto. Oh, no, I didn't see it, no. Oh. Just pull it up on your bigger phone. Yeah, <laughs> or just a picture? Or? Well, yeah, yeah it was, it was on the page. cover, and oh, there's some other true. photos. Uh, but yeah, Apocalypse 
he's vaguely looks like the comic book version, but they definitely tried to make him look more Egyptian. Like there's at least some sort of Egyptian theme to him, which makes sense. It's like ultimately I don't mind. I still think he looks all right, but yeah, he definitely doesn't look like the comic uh, uh, version of. Yeah, uh, I guess Benicio del Toro is going to be in the next Star Wars episode eight. Oh, as a collector. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Guardians crossover with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, uh, Disney's, Disney's trying too hard now. <laughs> would that piss you off? That's all. Well, I mean, that would piss me off. <laughs> Guardians crossover with Star Wars. Yeah. They give Gamora a lightsaber. To... <laughs> I'd watch it. You know, you would too. Just to see what they did. All right. Well, there's a Jean Grey. Okay. Yeah. Nightcrawler. Yeah, it looks good. Is it good. person playing Jean Grey to one from Game of Thrones? Yeah. yeah. That's Sansa. Sophie Turner. Jubilee. Okay. Cyclops. Okay. Not much to look at like there. The... Storm with a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cover. That's the... Hold on. There's a better... Oh, yeah. There's Apocalypse standing next to Psylocke. Oh, he looks more... The way you were sounding, like, I wasn't expecting him to look similar at all. He, he looks so looks like I have news. He doesn't yeah, look he as, like, looks, bulky, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What's really funny is that he looks unrecognizable to the actor, uh, uh, Oscar Isaacs. I, I have no idea yeah, that was See, him. there's a better... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was funny is Olivia Munn was telling stories about getting into that costume while filming. Wait, uh, who's Olivia Munn? Psylocke. Psylocke. Let me see that one picture, though. But, uh... What? Oh, okay. Yeah, she was talking about getting out of the costume, and apparently they had to, like, lather her in a bunch of lube in order to, like, get her... <laughs> they didn't have to! Miss Munn, we're sorry, you can't do it. Well. But, yeah, the first day of filming, she popped the crotch on it. That was the what? Phrase she, that was the phrase she used. She managed to pop the crotch in that costume. Wow. It's like, who the fuck designed that? <laughs> I guess you're going to have to lube me. Who wants to lube Miss Munn's crotch? Me! 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, part of me was like, somebody didn't make that costume well. No, I not the, at all. I saw a joke where, like, that picture of Storm standing next to Apocalypse. Yeah. It's like, her, her cape looks like it's from a dollar store. What's going on there? <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> I, I like how it's set in the 80s and they gave her the Mohawk. That's mm-hmm. nice. Psylocke's costume looks a lot like Psylocke. Yeah. Like, all the costumes look good. Yeah, Magneto's updated outfit looked cool. Yeah, it looks... Well, it's the red and the... Mm-hmm. You see? Is there a picture of it? Yeah, there's a... Um, I can't really see it on that one. It's small, but... But I love the... the oh, okay, yeah, yeah, obviously, okay. Because yeah, I didn't see the helmet until mm-hmm. you, you yeah, talked it, about it more. Um, yeah. But uh, I love the story uh, logic they're using, and it's like... Apparently, Apocalypse is a, like, you know, he wakes up every once in a while, and if he's unhappy with civilization, he'll destroy it. He sounds like the League of Assassins from Batman Begins, but one person. Um, But he wakes up in the 80s, and he's like, I don't like Reagan. I don't like... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, he doesn't specifically say that, but it's kind of He wakes up in the middle of the 80s, in the middle of the Cold War, and he's like, well, this is some crazy bullshit. What's all this (laughs) malarkey? (laughs) Uh, but yeah, a lot of people are like praising them for like how good their costumes look to the source material, and then bitching about Apocalypse looking like Ivan Ooze. 
So. Well, I mean, you can. I mean, yeah, you can have different opinions on different costumes. Yeah. So it is kind of funny that the costumes probably wouldn't look like that if it wasn't for Marvel. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's, that's why I don't get about like what they've been saying because Marvel has their costumes look like the source material. Yeah. Especially Iron Man. Uh huh. It's just one of those things where if it wasn't for the Marvel movies, the X Men would probably still be in black. No, Captain America just looks different from source material. Same with uh, same Falcon. Kind of. Falcon is different. Well, he looks like his ultimate version. Yeah. But they oh, inserted wow. some uh, color in his new Avengers outfit. Yeah. I guess fair enough though. I, I get your point. You know. But Cap, I mean, yeah, they made his uh, World War Two outfit look. You know, like it was actually an army outfit, but at the same time, it still had color to it. And yeah. it still, it looked like Captain America. Yeah, exactly. Wolverine's costume from the first couple X Men movies. Oh, nothing. Yeah, okay. he's just in a black suit with claws. Well, if, if you look at the comic books coming out at the time with Grant Morrison's, well, X-Men, they did that in response. In response, yeah. yeah. They wanted to adhere to what the movie was showing, so yeah. they put him in black leather. <laughs> even though, even the, but even that looked How more do we like make Wolverine looked gay. I know, we'll put him in a black leather outfit. But even that looked more like Wolverine because, like, he didn't wear a shirt or anything. He just put on a jacket and see his hairy chest yeah. and bullshit. <laughs> well, it was kind of like uh, the deleted uh, scene in the Wolverine where. Oh, the show's getting getting the brown co- Wolverine costume. Just like, well, really, the the original X Men outfits were pretty dull and drab. Yeah. It wasn't until like the Uncanny X Men that they. That's very true. But anyway, well, the yeah, orange look... jump or the yellow ju- yellow and blue jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, that they used in first class yeah. to good effect. I mean, it to degree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it worked. Yeah. Like what they were doing. <laughs> I was a little afraid. I saw there's a photo in there of uh, Mystique and. Quicksilver, yeah, and they're wearing black again, and it's like shit. Come on, guys, right? It's like black <laughs> armor. Almost. Yeah. Speaking of X Men, I uh, I watched the Rogue Cut. Oh, of Days okay. of Future Past. Yeah, it's interesting. It's I don't know why it exists. Because <laughs> singer originally. I, completely cut out Rogue. And but, the, <laughs> but the product we get, mm-hmm. the product that we had, yeah. is so much more streamlined and straightforward. Well, that's probably why they put it in theaters. And then, like, they clearly had to reshoot stuff. Because Bobby dies rescuing Rogue. Oh. And you're just like, wait. And Rogue switch places. Basically, if she, they start, and if the, they add more future stuff. Yeah. Uh, in the second half of the movie, the first half of the movie, there's some alternate takes. Uh, some of the future X Men get some more dialogue okay. that wasn't there, which that was nice. That didn't affect anything. But it wasn't until the second half of the movie where they start doing this uh, the subplot. It's Bobby, Magneto, and it might have just been both of them going to rescue Rogue. Because what they needed her to replace Kitty. Yeah, to replace Kitty, who in uh, the the other one gets her. Yeah, she got stabbed. Yeah. Uh, so they they go get Rogue to take her powers and switch places. What is that happening at the same time? In the, well, like, what's happening in the seventies while that's happening? Uh, it's well, it's after Logan wakes up. Well, not wakes up, but is so, he's getting the flashes of Striker and starting to. So it's it, after the scene in France. Yes. Where they okay. It's after that. Okay. I'm just wondering, like, I, I'm trying to picture how the flow of that actually goes. Like, does it really stand out? 
Well, none of the stuff in the... Well, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, the, the only thing that changes in the past, mm-hmm. the Addison with Mystique coming back to the mansion mm-hmm. to, uh, to bone Beast. Good for Beast. And then she destroys Cerebro. Oh. That way they can't use it to track her. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, like, that that's a nice... I don't know why that wasn't in the original one. Hmm. It did kind of... It fell out of place because I wasn't used to it. You know, I was like, wait a second. What? Well, I almost want to watch it now just for the sake of discussion. It's fascinating. It, it's fascinating to watch... Because, uh, like... Uh, like I, I'm picturing, like Wolverine is the main character. Yeah. So I can understand them trying to stick with him yeah. and cutting out the second portion of the future stuff just for the sake you, you of. You say he's the main character, but he gets taken out of that final battle really fucking early. Well, yeah, but he's the, he's the pushing force of change. Yeah. He is the thing yeah. that is forcing things to Which, be different and. To... That still bugs me about that final battle is how early he does get taken out even though he is the audience's well, surrogate into well, that Well, I mean, what did Mag- Magneto throw him out of the thing, building, right? Uh, uh, well, yeah. Put the... the oh, that's right. He's still not metal yet. But, yeah. Okay, but yeah, it, Magneto threw him out of the building. Yeah, I know. It just seemed really early. Well, it's also one of those things that make Magneto uh, uh, an intelligent villain. <laughs> right. <laughs> or one of the better villains because he doesn't fight like an idiot. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to blame him for that. <laughs> no. Well, it's just, it, that's one thing that always bugged me about the movie. He's your main character. He's the audience surrogate into the past. And then you just take him out of the... But at that point, he's not he's not meant to be part of the, the uh, phys- uh, phys- uh, philosophical yeah. debate between Magneto, Xavier, and Mystique. Yeah. He doesn't need to be there then, for that. I almost feel like maybe they should have had him wake up then. I don't know. But not get pulled out of the. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. But didn't he eventually wake up and? He he did. He does. He wakes up in the changed future. Yeah, and then his like it's his past self yeah. when he just lost. The, yeah. Which works for his character. It, it does. It does work because now he had gotten all the memories back and now they're fucking gone again. Yeah, and he's and not only that, but he just lost two weeks or whatever though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, that's another thing. How does the pacing of that movie work? The future and the past stuff. Like, it's Kitty sitting there for two fucking weeks. Maybe Keep... it's not that long. Maybe I'm exaggerating. But it does seem like a while. It seems like more than a fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's definitely more than a day. Because I got a flight to fucking France from New York. Yeah. That takes a bit. Yeah, That's right. That's a good chunk of time. <laughs> right. Even in the super powerful extra. And but... I think they have to fly back, too. So yeah. To, there, there's, some, there's a good chunk of time there. Yeah, of for Kitty sure. Of going... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going to get, going to get uh, Quicksilver. Going to, to D.C. to get Magneto out. Yeah. There's a lot of time that passes in that movie. <laughs> but, yeah, they're just... In the future. Maybe she could fall asleep standing up. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe these guys bring me some food. <laughs> guys, I really need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I really have to pee. Bed and... I really have to pee. Can you just get rogue? Like now? <laughs> See, that, that is a logical places. reason to go get rogue. So they can do that. Yeah, to just like... Yeah. 12 on, 12 off. Yeah, exactly. Instead of... Oh, 
The I one am... person we had to do this just got stabbed by Wolverine. And they could help each other when they need to go to the bathroom instead of having Magneto awkwardly. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me logically that, okay, you shot all this. Yeah. But then they must have realized this doesn't make, this doesn't help the flow of anything. Let's just mm. reshoot all of it. Well, uh, I wonder how much they, they actually had to reshoot. Like, if you would watch the edit. I yeah. It. I would kind of like to line them up together. But, uh, huh. It's different. It's interesting. It's interesting to just watch. I don't think it's the better film, though. Hmm. Well, I'll probably Where buy do you it. get to watch that at? It, they just came out on DVD. Oh. They okay. waited a year to release the damn thing. I waited. I waited a year to buy this movie. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, why did I wait a year to buy this movie? Well, isn't the original version? Yeah, the original one's on there, too. So, I mean, they were nice about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. And, like, part of me wonders if Anna Paquin just had, like, some clause in her contract where, hey, if you cut me, you still have to put it out on DVD. <laughs> That's a weird clause. Well, she's probably used to getting cut from things, so. <laughs> oh, you don't like Anna Paquin? I watched seven seasons of True Blood, and I don't know why. <laughs> Because uh, that was a good show at first. Yeah. Like five, no, for four, four seasons. About four seasons, yeah. it was really good. And then it just delved completely in the soap opera. To, yeah. To the point where you're kind of like, oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it started to do that like, back in the second season or whatever. I, li- yeah. I liked the second season. I liked the first and second season quite a bit. My problem with True Blood, it seemed like every time they were going to do something badass, it would then just trickle down and never do it. It's like the show didn't have balls. Uh huh. Apparently, the next season of Game of Thrones is meant to be insane. Amelia Clark's like done scripts. Yeah. And he was, she was she was talking about how because they're free now. Well, uh, the scripts. <laughs> no, no, the show. The show no longer has any constraint to the well, book. Yeah, she was talking about how at the beginning of a season normally would, you know, slowly build up to climatic stuff in the latter end. And she was just like, no, it's not like that this time. Oh, it's like, wow. epic bullshit, epic bullshit, epic bullshit. <laughs> Good. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. So hopefully it's more like the uh, fourth season, where the shit started to go down pretty fucking soon. I think well, Joffrey Joffrey died. died, third episode in. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, uh, what was I going to... I read... Uh, have you read Archie? No, I haven't. You haven't? It was good. Okay. I liked it. Archie Comics? Yeah. Archie. Yeah. They, uh, uh, they, they put out a new number one written by Mark Wade. Oh, okay. By uh, oh. Fiona Staples, who's been doing Saga with Brian K. Vaughan. Okay. It, it, was a, it, was a fun, it was a wonderful book, actually. <laughs> a it wonderful was, book? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was nice. Cool. It, my dad was bitching about the updated look because they did modernize the look of Archie Shocking. and the gang. Yeah, it hadn't changed since like the forties, guys. Actually, it has a backup in it. It has the the first appearance of Archie hmm. uh, from nineteen forty something. Hmm. Back, it's only like six pages. But uh, do Betty and Veronica fight over him in the book? In, in the, the first backup. Season, <laughs> Didn't read the backup. Oh. <laughs> I'll probably get to it. But, uh, yeah, it just did a great job of introducing you to Archie and his supporting cast. Hmm. I was just like, wow, that's, that's a really good first issue. Well, that's surprising. Like, I was talking to Rob about it because I went to the shop because I, I didn't order the first issue. 
And uh, he's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to read past it. And I, I don't understand why. Huh. At all. You don't know. Yeah. I was thinking there's been some debate as for to how Vision was able to pick up Thor's hammer. He's a robot? <laughs> He's a robot. Yeah. But could could Ultron pick up Thor's hammer then? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. Yeah, if by using that robot logic, yes. Hmm. So why didn't he just pick up Thor's hammer? Well, I guess the question would be, do either of them have a soul? He has a soul gem. He does have the soul gem. He has a soul gem right on his forehead. Right on his forehead. He has a soul. Okay. So, but if he has a soul, then why was he able to pick up Thor's hammer? Because he's pure. He just he's got worthy. created. That. And he just got created. He has no sin, oh, okay. no original sin. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he's just he just worthy. Yeah. I mean, the elevator joke is just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to justify it. Cells. Uh, well, I, I know there's a lot of people that are, why wouldn't Cat be worthy too? He almost is. He almost is. Well, yeah, I heard in the comic book, uh, comic book, he, he actually can. he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like it's like in certain but. moments where he can do it. He can't do it all the time. Like one of those, if you need to, sure, pick it up. So whoever's writing it is. I, I actually thought he was going to pick it up this movie. Well, because I heard some people were saying it. that the argument that like Thor like created Vision when he would like made the storm or something and like uh, I don't know. Like, but but then, but but if that was the case though, well I don't know. Yeah. I'm 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 pretty good with just thinking Vision is uh, worthy. Yeah, <laughs> Vision's worthy. Well, he's a new being; he has no sin. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Let's just go with that. But wait, wait until he but, starts making him and Wanda so start making who without, together. Wait, so anyone without <laughs> sin, anyone without sin can pick up Thor's hammer. So, so like, if Jesus so. came back, he can you're, just if you're pick pure up. heart. Like, think of it he as like pick the up Nimbus Thor's cloud. hammer if Jesus comes back. He's like, think so of it, think of it as like the flying Nimbus cloud. That's that's digging deep for nerds. <laughs> hmm. yeah, Alright, anyway. since Goku hasn't used that for fucking ever. I know, right? <laughs> no, uh, last time I can think of it being used was by Gohan. Before when... the Vegeta fight. Yeah. During, uh... Well, no. Uh, Did he t- use turn- it? When he was in high school. He was using it when he was yeah, in high school? Yeah, he was school? using it to go to and from school. Oh. Why didn't he just fly? I don't know. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> he's gonna sit on a fucking cloud. Maybe, maybe he's doing homework on the way. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, okay. We're at a minute 15. Yeah. Hour 15. Hour 15 minutes. Alright, well, that's a good time. That's a good episode. Yeah. Ant Man, 4 out of 5. Yeah. 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5, yeah. Mm. 4 and a half out of 5. There you go. Ooh. I'm good with 4. I like 4 and a half. <laughs> a plus cinema score. There you go. A plus? A, no, it was an A. It was an A. A I, I might give it an A. I'll give it an A. Yeah. Oh, that's what. Yeah. That was its score. Got an A. A minus. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna hit the space bar and uh, cue the music. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. What did you guys say? Bye. Oh, I, bye. But you didn't say that you're David West, he's David Gilman, and I'm at Spasoniac. Oh, fair enough. I'm David West. Well, I'm the other David. <laughs> and I'm Metzel. All right. What's an Etzel? At what's an Etzel? <laughs> All right, I'm going to hit stop. Okay.
Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep listening.